that Eminem song that's like, uh, no hush little baby, don't you cry. Yeah, man, people at school used to fucking love that song. I don't Stiffen know why. Stiffen up, little lady. I told you, daddy's here to hold you through the night. He's so bad. No, mommy's not here right now. Who told him he could sing? I don't have a problem with, like, just Eminem in general. He's, you know, he's fine. Fack was good. It's the first song I learned all the words to. Uh, Real Slim Shady is pretty good. But, like, people who are trying... I remember in high school, people used to be like, he's he's so good, he's like a poet. Have you heard Mockingbird? It's so good. It's so emotional. I guess it's because the people I went to school with had such bad childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> they just... Yeah. They lived in caravans. <laughs> yeah, they just... Well, I, I was friends with, with kids from school who, like... They'd been in, like, physical fights with their stepdad and shit. Yeah. Eminem's definitely for that demo. He's for the angry white kids. There was another... There was an angry white kid who was, like, going on about uh, Tupac as well, who is legitimately good. Um, and a rapist. Is he? Yeah. Oh. He had time shame. for it. Oh. Well, he's he did his time. Mm. How much time is, is like, the, the let's not bring it up time? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's interesting because that is that is the punishment that society has deemed fit for majority of crimes is go to prison. And yeah. supposedly if you go to prison and you do your time, you've done the thing that society expects of you uh for having committed that crime. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like I still um, wouldn't want to hang out with him, but maybe I, that's wrong with me. I remember people getting mad at Joe Rogan for having Mike Tyson on. He's a rapist. It's like, yeah, in the 90s, maybe even earlier than that. When did he get convicted? Did he get? Did he do time? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, was convicted of raping uh, on the 10th of Feb, 1992. And he did his first episode on Joe Rogan was like, what, 2016 or something? Mm. I feel like... If you've been convicted, did he do time? He served three years in prison, which probably isn't enough. That's probably not enough time to contemplate the ramifications. I think three years in prison is a long time. It is a long time, but is like it? I know that sentences a, exist that are twenty, fifty, whatever. I wouldn't years, say twenty years, but we need to give three you three years in prison is long. It is long. What's the what's the like most you would be willing to do? In prison, before you were like, actually, actually, this is bad. I don't want to do any time in prison. Yeah. No, but like, if you have, like, if you were negotiating, what's the most amount of time that you would try to? It would depend on the crime that I committed. If I'm negotiating, then I'm going to be thinking about how much am I going to reasonably get away with. Hmm. Like, if I murdered someone, I wouldn't be like six months. Six months, please. That's all I want for killing that person. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Six months to a year. What if even you were, a year is like that's that's so long to be in prison. I feel like a year isn't that long to be in prison. Yes, but it's not that long in general. No, a year's not that long. Like we're already, oh, it's already uh, fucking whatever it is, June. Uh, every time someone fills out the date on a form, I give them at work. They're like, oh, can't believe it. Time's fucking flying. <laughs> Um, time is flying. I'm I'm almost done with first half of the year for like uni, and it's it's so quick. Yeah, it's so quick. I remember this last week specifically because I did an all nighter for one of my assignments. So the whole like it was on a Sunday, and then 
I just lost three days after that. They were just, I was just like, it was the Thursday and I'm like, wait a minute. It's Thursday right now? This fucking sucks. I've been asleep for three days. I just have very, very floaty memories of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Don't have like a real sort of I lived those days kind of concreteness to the memories. This trimester coming to an end, I've really enjoyed the units that I'm doing, but I still feel like I have not done as much in them as I want, like as much of the reading as I want and spend as much time with the material as I want. And like, and now it's almost over. Now it's yeah. time to move on to the next ones. Like, What are you going to do when you graduate? Do you have big plans or are you like When I finish one? my philosophy degree? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like of all the degrees that you should have a plan for when you graduate, that's probably the, the one, the most one. Why? Because you've done a degree that doesn't have like a job at the end. Like if you're, an, if you're doing an engineering degree... It's silly to ask them what they're going to do. They're going to be like, well, I'm going to get a job as an engineer. I'm um, Depending on how I'm feeling about it all, I might lean into the academic side of it and... Just go masters? Yeah. I mean, you can do that. You can do... Because uh, I know that you get like a maximum amount of Centrelink, don't you? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm not on Centrelink. Uh, when I when I get my Centrelink payments, they tell me what's left in the bank, and I'm curious to know what happens when I get to the end of that. Because I'm on like 600 a fortnight, and I've got like a few grand left. And it's like, what are you just gonna not give me money? I've never seen that when I was on Centrelink. That yeah. there's some kind of account. Is there a maximum Centrelink, or do I just have to reapply? No, mum is not here right now, and we don't know why. Minimum Fear time is very weird. Right. What, that song? Yeah. Yeah, should have got Rihanna to sing it or something. Should have. Is there a maximum amount of Centrelink payments? No, I don't want each individual payment. Who cares? Someone will tell yeah, me. Yeah, certainly not I. <laughs> uh, so you, have you, but you've been on Centrelink before, though, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you on Centrelink? I'm working full-time. I can't be fucked with it. Yeah, you've got a good job. That's the thing. Mm. I don't have a... And now, now I have a good job that pays regularly because I'm on a salary as opposed to being casual where there would be some fortnights where I didn't make a lot. The only thing that being on Centrelink would help with is making my meds cheaper. Right. But I can't be bothered because to sign up again, because I've been off for so long, I needed to start the whole process again, which involved like getting a lease agreement, which I don't have, and getting transcripts. Oh, wait. With... Is your, are your meds on the PBS? What is that? The pharmaceutical benefit scheme. That's what makes your meds cheaper. I mean, when I was on Centrelink and I had a healthcare card, they were cheaper. Oh, I see. No, yeah, you're right. They have to be on... You have to have a healthcare card. I forgot about that part. You know, maybe I can apply for that on its own, but really that's the only thing that Centrelink will do for me now that I work yeah. you know, properly is subsidize the meds, which, you know, are a little bit pricey, but it's not that bad. So I just really can't be fucked with it. Like... It's just an annoying thing in the back of my mind to have to report and, yeah, to have to get back on there again from scratch because I've been off for too long. Um, just can't be bothered. Did you, did you ever know any, like, uh, troubled children growing up? Uh, yeah, of course. When you were in high school? Um, not, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Know, Were you was... a problem child? You strike me as the kind of person that was like abrasive to people. Like you've told stories where you were just like, you, you made that one teacher cry. Uh, I wasn't a, pro I mean, it depends what you mean. I was a problem teen. 
Yeah. Like as a child, I was like really chill and like likable, like in primary school. Um, I was a little bit ADHD, which annoyed some teachers, but I was not like, um, like a bad kid. It wasn't until like mid to late high school that I was just like, yeah, fuck everything. Everyone sucks. And I'm actually pretty fucking cool. What happens there? Why is that a thing? For me, it was because my first high school, me and my friends got bullied a lot and the school didn't do anything about it. So you became jaded. I ultimately got suspended for hitting someone back who had been like picking on me for however long. Was it like... And I finally like turned around and punched him. And then I got suspended for... I got treated the same as him. We both got suspended. Right. And I left that school and I went to my next school, which was much nicer. Yeah. But I went there with this mentality of like, fuck everyone. Fuck authority figures. Fuck teachers. (laughs) Fuck religion. Because the first school was a Catholic school. And then I went to like an Anglican Christian school. And I was like, fuck God. God (laughs) God didn't do shit for me. And I was, that's when I was like out of control. So you became the Joker, basically. That one experience turned you into the Joker. Yeah. And then you just wanted to watch the world burn. Became an agent of chaos. Pretty much. Sometimes literally watch the world burn. I would start fires and the school school was in a bush. That rock. Bushland, so That'd was, be so funny if you ended up causing a yeah. school. <laughs> if you caused a massive bushfire, because there were families that lived in that area as well, like I mean, in that yeah, like course. semi-rural bush area. It's like, yeah, I just want to. Where's your god now? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he stop me? Why didn't he send a flood, idiot? Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't a problem child, but I was a problem teen, and I was off the rails at that school, and I was there for a year, and then I went to my third high school. Um, literally I said to mum and dad, if I stay at this school, I'm not going to learn anything because I'm, nice. I'm too far gone here. Like yeah. I'm out of control. So I calmed down at my third and final high school, but was still like anti-teacher and like p- teachers would tell me to do my homework and I'd just be like, no, <laughs> I wouldn't. But I they're wouldn't. public school teachers. So they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. I like, respect that. Yeah. Fist bump. Literally. <laughs> like I wouldn't get into a big argument and like be a dick about it. Well, I probably was a bit of a dick about it, but I, I wouldn't like arc up about it, I would just be like, no, I'm not doing that, actually. And my teachers would be like, okay, Fair enough. All right. You know, I'm going to have to fail you for that. I'm like, yeah, cool. Easy. Yeah. So what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> like, I had a good, re- uh, like, rapport with some of my teachers where they were just like, you know, if you if you did your homework, I could give you better marks. I'd be like, yeah, I know. I'm not going to do that, though. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I thought I had him that time. <laughs> I really thought that pep talk was going to get through to him, but he saw right through me. Yeah. Bummer. So, yeah, not a problem, not a problem, child. Problem teen. Sneaking out of home at night, which I came to find out years later that mum and dad knew that I was doing. Lol. That rocks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so, it's so <laughs> oh, weird to imagine. Dill's him. running off again. Yeah. So, yeah, like, climbing out of my window in the middle of the night and getting picked up by one of my friends. Like, this is before I could drive. Yeah. But your room was on the same side of the house as their room. Yeah. So they would have definitely have heard. I mean, I thought I was being slick, but apparently not. Yeah. You should have gone out the back where the laundry is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. can't remember why I didn't do that. I, <laughs> I, I thought you were about to say, no, that's what I did. But you literally were like, nah, the window. I think I That's had... That's a way less Oh, maybe dangerous. I did sneak out the back. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm retconning my memories here, but... But they were aware. Yeah, apparently. 
it's never been like they've they've brought it up with our cousin, right? And the, and and they've told me, yeah. My, my parent, our parents have never said said anything to me about even like years later. Like I remember when you used to sneak out all the time, and you thought you were being slick. Yeah, yeah. You put to, a tracking device in your phone. We knew it was up. Yeah, sneaking out and smoking weed in the room, which was also funny. That I did get confronted about. Dad was like, he just knocked on my door and it just like came in. Not while I was smoking, like during the during the day. And he was like, have you been smoking in here? Yes. What have you been smoking? Weed. <laughs> I want an out of here. <laughs> and that was the extent of the exchange. Can I have some? <laughs> I should have jokingly offered it to him, but that may have. That yeah, that might have been bad. He he has a good sense of humor, but I don't know that it. You could have penetrated the. He's got a good sense of humor, but he doesn't like not being taken seriously <laughs> when he's being serious, which is fair. I mean, most people don't like not being taken seriously when they're being serious. So. Yeah, but yeah, it was I. To contrast that with your experience, see, I just said yes. Yeah, you were like no. Yeah. Even though clearly you're asking me because you're aware I'm still going to lie about it. Well, I, here's the thing. <laughs> they didn't do anything about it. It's on them. <laughs> like, if you don't, if you know, if you definitely know and you're like trying to confront me, then you should just actually confront me. I don't know how much of a better strategy that is from like a parenting perspective. If their strategy was to like shame me or make me feel uh like guilty or uncomfortable well, just so with it. you know if you were smoking it weed is for losers yeah but um <laughs> that's the end of the conversation yeah if they were just like oh well that's good because if you did we'd hate you and we'd never love you again wow even after you stop but it's really good that you didn't that you're not Anyway, so have a we good... can continue to love you. <laughs> have a good one, because <laughs> boy, I would have really hated to have to stop loving you. But I was fully prepared when I knocked on this door. Um, would you say that you had like a good? Would you say that you had like a good teenage arc? No, no. Oh well, it was an, it was certainly an arc, but like um, quite the arc. But it was from like being bullied to being angsty to being just gen- just depressed like so you don't look back on it fondly no yeah. i kind of look back on being a teenager fondly i definitely remember being able to waste a lot more time without feeling guilty like cuz now i just played several hours of uh, city skylines and it's great i love doing that but in the back of my mind i'm always like you could be studying you could be studying you could be making money you could be doing this you could be doing that why why you why are you wasting your life it's just why are you wasting your life i don't know i don't think i am i think i'm doing better now than i was as a as a teenager like if i look back or not even as a teenager just like coming out of high school i'm definitely better out of high school like better now than i was immediately out, out of high school where i was still living at home and um, not making very much money. I had a lot of savings, but that's because I didn't have a lot of expenses and basically no social life. Now I have no social life, but it's because uh, that's a choice and it's my choice, which is an even better outcome. Mm. Yeah, before I didn't have a social life because of somebody else, because of other people's choice not to socialize with me. And I was really angsty about it as well. 
Aww. Yeah, I mean, like, you want to, ha- you think you have friends and then they're, you know, I think this happens to everybody. You leave high school and there's no ob- obligation to stay on good terms with people, so they just drop off. The real, like, the real coming into adulthood, though, is to is to resist the urge to post about it on Facebook. Mm. Like, have you ever seen people, oh, yeah. like, can't believe people will be your friends for years and then just abandon you? People are so fake. Yeah. No, they didn't abandon you. They got jobs. Also, you complain about people on Facebook. So yeah. Like you're not very, no one wants to spend time with you. Yeah, just tag them. <laughs> just DM them. Just no, just tag them in the post. If this like, because we know who you're talking about, they know who you're talking about. Just tag them if this is the attitude that you want to take in public. So glad that I don't use Facebook anymore and haven't for years now. Yeah, I deactivated my Facebook account. I haven't been using Facebook, but every time I'm on my PC, I didn't have the Messenger app. Um, Installed, so I had to go through Facebook to talk to people via my PC, and that algorithm it knows you. Oh yeah, there's a lot of getting sucked into a lot of five minute crafts videos just by it it happening to be there. So I had to deactivate Facebook because I can't delete the app off my phone for whatever reason. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? I've tried that as well. They've got some sort of deal with Samsung. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I I expect, like, Samsung proprietary shit to be, like, you know, you can't delete this. But yeah. for Facebook to be a thing that I can't get rid of, hate that. That's but, wild. But I haven't deactivated my account. I just never open it. Same. Yeah, I don't really open it. I've only been opening it recently because people have been like, I invited you to this event on Facebook. It's like, but I don't use Facebook. It's like, oh, well, the details are on there. I'm like, why can't you just give them to me? Like the old times and just yeah. send me a message to let me know. The only t- time that I would get like notifications about Facebook was like, I'm in a couple of like group fitness groups and people will tag me and stuff like, Hey, does anyone need a, we need a trainer for such and such day. And I always say no anyway. So I've just removed myself from the equation. If you want me to hang out, you should directly message me, but then don't do that. Cause I don't want to hang out. Why don't you want to hang out? I'm busy. I don't like hanging out with people. I got invited to a, a like, not a work thing, but like a social thing with work friends. That's a work thing. Yeah. Because it was, so somebody had left, somebody was leaving and they were having like a going away party at a pub or something. And it's like, I can't think of anything that I would want to do less with my free time than adopt work sona, but in a pub mm. and be like, oh. That's what I mean. They're always work things. Yeah, because, like, the manager's going to be there. I don't want to hang out with you. Hope they don't listen to this. Mm. He won't. Actually, I do hope they listen to this. It doesn't affect me. <laughs> I hope he's listening to this because uh, we need more viewers. We need more listeners. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Everybody who doesn't hang out with Cameron anymore. Yeah, this is how you should be friends with me. Don't be friends. Parasocially. Adopt a parasocial relationship with me. That's really the only way that we're going to stay friends. Because wow. I'm, I have, I have two people in my life now. I have my brother and I have my fiance, and those are the people I talk to. <laughs> and everyone else. If anybody can... needs to know how I'm doing, I'm going to recommend that they check out the latest episode of APFM, a podcast for men. 
Yeah. And subscribe to Premium if you really want the inside scoop on what I'm up to. It's not uh, Pearl Jam, but since I mentioned them, I've just had, Can you take me higher? Stuck in my head. All right, then. I'm thinking of, um, Bring me a higher love. That's not the same genre. I know, but it's a different... At least I'm doing guys that sing out of the corner of their mouths rock. What's higher love? I don't know. I don't know, but that it... that song reminded me of this song. Wop, 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 wop. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you ever know anybody who like peaked in high school? I don't know. I don't really keep in contact with anyone from high school. Certainly, yeah. none of my close friends peaked in high school. But I'm I I'm interested in people like the cool kid bullies and whatever, like what they're doing now. Probably nothing. Or something. Know. Like, because I mean, often people just manage to be shitheads in high school and then get out of it just in time to get it together for adulthood. And that's just a part of their life that, you know, they just traumatize other people and they're, they're fine. They don't ever have to answer for it. Because I don't know if you know this about life, but it ain't fair. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it depends on the. It depends on the reason that they were a bully. Because, like,. If you were a bully because your parents were broken up and your mum was a meth head and you were taking your anger at the world out on other people, I don't feel like you, you know, got your shit together right at, right after high school. But and if then, you were a bully because your parents were rich and yeah. negligent, then you probably managed to coast through life after high school just as you did high school. Yeah. If you were just coasting... Off of uh, like the fortune of being born into a good, into a healthy family, then um, you probably did okay. There are definitely people who bullied me who like um, who are just doing fine now. Like they probably went to uni and did whatever. I've seen them like just around since, and they're doing like either hospitality or retail. Um, but I've got like some other shit going that I've heard from other people. And then I know people who, like, for sure did nothing and, like, their their life is just shit now because they they invested so much into that sort of, like, four years of being a teenager where there was no little to no consequences for being a dickhead. And then it's like, oh, I'm an adult and no one cares. No one finds my, uh, like... Antics. No one finds my antics endearing or... Uh, like cute anymore. Looking at a Bumble profile where this person says favorite quality in a person, a great sense of natural humor. What the hell does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Great she's, sense of natural humor. She's hot though, so let's swipe away. <laughs> and maybe I'll Did find she, out what the fucking natural humor means. Maybe it's a natural sense of humor. I don't get it. But also, I like, a lot of people have that on their profile. Like, what do you like in a person? A sense of humor. Bitch, everyone has a sense of humor. You want someone who finds the same things as you funny. Yeah. Tell her that. Because everyone has a sense of humor. Everyone finds something funny. Like farts. What's... So you've been on... You've been doing Bumble. Is there anything... Um, thank you for that. Thanks for sharing. Let's let everyone know how squeaky this chair is. Uh, yeah, on Bumble, on Hinge, not on Tinder because I got banned. How's um, how's that going? Anything new dating-wise? Um, I seem to be stuck in this thing lately, which 
my understanding is is a common thing with these apps. You know, maybe this is cope on my part, but I, I feel like it is from what other I've heard other people say and what I see on people's profiles. And the thing is, matching with people and then them just not fucking talking or talking as soon as you match, but then it's like they never look at the conversation again. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that a percentage of that is people that just weren't interested in my conversation, which is fine because not everyone is going to be. Yeah. But it's happening so much and I see people have in their profiles like basically complaints about if you're going to match, like you may as well talk, which I don't think is a good thing to put in your profile. No. I don't think that your first impression should be you complaining or admitting how much people don't want to talk to you, even if it <laughs> even if it is a common even if it is a common problem. Like I just don't think that's best foot forward. And when people complain about the kinds of profiles that they say, just any complaining. Any complaining about... I'm 6'1", if it matters. Yeah, any complaining about the process, just like you just already come across as bitter. First or, up, no fatties. Well, yeah. No women with children. I mean, that's fair. That's more fair than no fatties. No baggage. So you're going to say no baggies. <laughs> which is just, is that like fat? You've got baggy skin? Gross. Maybe, somebody who's had like weight loss surgery. Fat, yeah. Yeah, no, who's no fatties, no baggies. If you were ever <laughs> fat at any time, it's off the fucking table for you, sweetheart. Just like your lunch. Jesus. <laughs> um, how's it? Yeah, so that's how it's going. I'm like matching with a lot of people and then having very brief conversations. I've like I've been meeting people as well, but like just the the success rate is so low. Um, but I'm in a much better place with the apps now where like, I still probably use them a little bit too much, but in the same way that I use Instagram too much, like just to be on my phone, but I'm definitely more disconnected from them. Cause I did go through a phase of it, like really, I don't know, like upsetting me or like frustrating me or whatever. And now I'm just like, oh, well, you know, you match, if you match, you meet, if you meet, who, that's what, you know, who gives a shit? That's what happens when you turn dating into a game. Some people mm. aren't as good or they don't win as often or they have like disadvantages. Um, and when you, that's what the apps do is they gamify, they gamify dating and it makes it frustrating. Like mm. I've spoken to, I have a friend who's just like totally blackpilled on dating apps. Like just, you know, all oh, the girls on there, they're fucking shallow. Just, just complaining. Just bad vibes. Everybody's shallow on there because it's like, it's a visual medium. You can only like have five photos of yourself and then like a couple of lines. And it's like, of course it's shallow. Yeah. If you're not doing well on dating apps, it's either because your photos suck or you're, you're not good at texting. Because it's like, in a weird way, it makes dating so much easier because there's so much less you have to actually do in order to in order to meet people like they're just they bring you people to either approve of or not and then you can sort them literally sort them by like I would or I wouldn't yes you can or no swipe through like a gay french king yeah it's just you heard that joke yeah <laughs> it was a controversial seinfeld joke was that controversial it, it was a little bit 
a little bit. He probably wishes it was more because he's Mr. I can't do college campuses anymore because of woke culture. And it's like, you can't do college campuses because they're too old for you. Fucking creep. Mm. He's just not like funny to like Seinfeld as a show, I think is not funny to young millennials and zoomers. And definitely Seinfeld as a, as a stand up is not funny. Have you seen the, the Buzzfeed video that was like, does Seinfeld hold up? No. It was, they were reviewing the episode where he wants to play with her toys. So he like drugs her to play with her toys. Oh, yeah. I watched that episode with you. That was weird. Well, like it's, it's an allegory or a metaphor or something. <laughs> Is it? It's a metagory. Metagory. Well, yeah, like that's what it's suppo- like. Cause the, the commentary from Buzzfeed was like, oh my God, that's like, that's like rape. It's like he's yeah, raping. Yeah, fucking congratulations, <laughs> which I'm going to have to bleep now. Like, congratulations on figuring it. Like, oh, this is, this is, but this is that's, what. That's co- buzzed This is what content is supposed to be now. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it would, the same thing happened with the, the Roseanne, or a similar thing happened with the Roseanne thing, where it's like, in the show, she's like racist. And it's right. like, we can't have this. And it's like, but. Is it's, that what happened? It's a show. I mean, there was two things. People didn't like her because she's crazy in person. Well, because she said something racist on Twitter. And that was... Oh, that's... yeah. She called someone a monkey or something. See, she said somebody who looks black looks like Planet of the Apes. And then... Hilarious. And, and then uh, blamed it on... Like, she was... Take... Basically being pilled up. <laughs> she blamed it on... Being a pilled up white woman. Yeah. She blamed it on wine and pills. And then she went on Joe Rogan to explain it. And just had a meltdown. Yeah. I mean, she didn't really have a meltdown, but it was so funny. Because Joe Rogan is such a simp for her. Like, he, she's one of his idols. So, like, he was doing his whole, like, she does look like that, though. It was a joke. People just don't get comedy. Yeah. Anyway, I, it doesn't matter. But the point that I was getting at is that people, like, just... I don't know why, but this current... For how irony-soaked, like, millennials and Zoomers are, they seem to not get subtext at all. Like, everything has to be completely literal for them. Otherwise, they're like, the character in a show is racist. That means the show is racist. Like, I disagree with the character on the show. That means I hate the show and the people that make it, and I don't want them to have a job anymore. Well, that's because there's, like, modern... Think about shows like like Rick and Morty that are very popular with Zoomers. It's like there is no subtext. Everything is... Or Family Guy. Family Guy was probably the... Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Family Guy was... I was going to say South Park because South Park's very vulgar, but South Park has a, is a lot of parody and irony and subtext. Family Guy took that vulgarity into a world of just being literal. Like there's nothing going on other than Peter fighting with a chicken for five minutes. I feel like that's still a little bit... That's more advanced, I think. Uh, Family Guy is a little bit more advanced than Rick and Morty. But that was probably the first one that really heralded that kind of content, right? Uh, I mean, it was definitely lower brow offensive comedy than like something like The Simpsons that was just better written. But And it's definitely gotten more ridiculous over time. Like a lot of the cutaways are definitely getting more r- ridiculous with it. Yeah, Simpsons went through through a Family Guy phase, but um, I'm thinking when you say when I'm thinking Zoomer, I'm thinking people in my generation. And Family Guy was a little bit before my time. Like that's more your generation and Ellen's generation, but like people of my age that just don't get 
don't get subtext at all. They're watching shows where it's just, it's pop culture references. That's the humor. It's just like uh, really, really basic irony and references to other things. And, you know, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But it definitely doesn't uh, open you up to good media analysis where it's like, you know, somebody said something racist or did something racist, therefore. What about instead of Rick and Morty, it's thick and shorty and it's two black women? That would be good. And they're saving the universe. Wow. What if they're not saving the universe? It's just them living their lives. Cool. But one of, they're, they're still, one of them is still like an alcoholic. <laughs> Shorty's a raging alcoholic. No, that's, that's thick. Thick is the oh, raging yeah, sorry, alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thick is the alcoholic. Yeah. I won't do the impression because then I'll get in trouble. <laughs> but we're all thinking it. Trying to do Rick with a black scent. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, you know, if anyone out there wants to make that happen, we've put that idea out into the universe. Take Send us your best <laughs> thick and shorty Take impression. thick and shorty and put it into a an AI. Do you think they're going to find uh, a new voice actor for Rick and Morty now that uh, Justin Roiland's fired? Is he fired? I haven't kept up on any of that. Yeah, he got fired. He got fired very early on. And then the case got dropped or whatever, which I guess sucks for Adult Swim because they lost Rick. They lost their guy, and it feel it would be stupid if they um if they took him back now. They might though. They could. These companies don't fucking care, man. They, they might have they'll, no morals. They'll weather the storm for a little bit, but um, like it felt like what they were trying to do. I mean, is Community be- fired Dan Harmon and then brought him back. True. It felt the like circumstances what they were... were different, but I, the the point being that these companies have no shame. They will bring someone back if they fight. Like it's just about the money. It's you know we feel like we'll lose money if we keep him, so we fire him. Now we feel like we'll lose money if we don't bring him back, so we bring him back. True. I feel like what they were trying to go for is like they were trying to get in front of it and be like, all right, immediately fired. There's been accusations, but then the case got dropped, and it looks dumb for them to be like, oh well. Now you're back. Or I guess you weren't really a rapist or whatever it was. It looks dumb, but I would be completely unsurprised if it happened. It'd be really funny. And I don't know how they're going to continue that show without him because he voices most of the characters as well as like writing it. Like it's Apparently he doesn't contribute to the writing at all. Apparently he's just like reports, again, when he got fired, reports from like other people on the staff or whatever were just like, he would rock up extremely late. He would just fuck around. He would drive a like remote control car around the office and annoy people. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I mean, that's what happens when you're so half the So much of cast. the dialogue is, is improvised anyway. Yeah. So does that count as writing? It doesn't happen without him, but it probably could be, I don't know. I'm sure Dan Harmon could write it. But it's funny that they wouldn't fire Dan Harmon, who's, like, ad- admitted that he, like, beat his girlfriend. I feel like an AI could write Rick and Morty. At this point, yeah, there's enough source material. Ellen, you've got access AI. to ChatGPT. Can you, tr- uh, for the next episode, generate an- a new episode of Rick and Morty? Called Thick do, do you want me to just do it now? Yeah, do it now. How long does it take to process? Like, seconds. All right, cool. It's, like, it's ChatGPT. Much it faster takes... than a real person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool, so... What are we saying? You uh, an episode? Are, we have to give it a we have to give it a role for, in order for it to work. Yeah, you are a writer. You're a writer for Adult Swim's Rick and Morty. 
Write well, us an episode. Hang on. For Adult Swim, specifically for the show, Rick and Morty. All right. And the episode, the prompt for the episode is that uh, Rick and Morty are, go to a, an- another dimension. To write the outline. No, for make it that they turn into two black women called yeah. Thick and Shorty. I was going to say they go to a different dimension where they are Thick and Shorty. So where, sorry, where Rick and Morty go to a dimension where instead of Rick and Morty, it's Thick and Shorty. You've got to tell it that they're two black women. Yeah. Where they become two black women. Okay. Two black women called Thick and Shorty. Thick spelt T H I C C, shorty spelt S H A W T Y. All right, I'm going. That's not how their song goes. It's close enough. <laughs> Make it random and just throwing notes out there to see what happened. Have you heard the the footage of of Michael Jackson doing a demo clip just a cappella because he didn't know how to play any instruments? No, that sounds cool though. Yeah, he would send just him scatting basically the um, the melody of a song. Learn an instrument, bro. I mean, come on. He doesn't need to. He's Prince Michael. said you can't be a real musician if you can't play an instrument. Prince he was... He said that to Beyonce and then Beyonce went and learned piano. All right. She just got sunned by Prince. Good for her. Are you ready? Episode title, Thick and Shorty Sassy Dimensional Adventure. Oh, my oh, God. So, Chat GPT is racist. Okay. <laughs> you Act- tell it black women and it's like sassy. Okay. Act one. Morty's doing homework when Rick drags him Wait, do to- we want to... do we want to read it out? Do we doing a... You want me to a, read... What, what, we're what, doing... What? No, but, like, do you want us to act it out? No. Send it to me and, I'll, and we can not, voice th- the characters. There's not dialogue. It's just an outline. Shut up, Cameron. Oh. You're yes, ruining it. shut up. Okay. Act one, Morty's doing homework when Rick drags him into the garage, eager to explore a new dimension he discovered. Rick uses the portal gun to jump into a dimension where they quickly realize they've been transformed into two black women named Thick and Shorty. They quickly learn they've become famous artists in this world known for their high energy dance music and sharp wit. Rick, <laughs> Rick, this sass. Rick in brackets thick and Morty in brackets shorty. I like that it figured that out. Find yeah. it initially funny and enjoy the popularity, but soon they realize they're expected to perform at a major concert that night. Act two, uh, while trying to fit in their new bodies and roles, they face numerous comedic challenges, including dealing with diva-esque antics, new body adjustments and navigating fame. They decide to use the situation to their advantage. Rick, hacks the Dimensions music technology to create a performance that will give them time to figure out how to reverse the current situation. As they navigate this world, they also come across Blender, an overbearing and self-proclaimed number one fan who has figured out their real identities and threatens to expose them unless they agree to make her part of their band. Blender uh, in- is a, a mixed race uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was musical thinking artist. like gender blender. But yeah. uh, they're also a-, a gender blender. So act three in a typical Rick improvisation, they agree to let Blender join them, but only for the big concert. Simultaneously, Rick is develop- developing a plan to outsmart her. The concert starts, Blender joins them on stage, and the audience is going wild. Rick's hack enables them to put on a dazzling show while they actually 
uh, while they actually know nothing about the music they're supposed to be playing. Rick reveals his trap and using the rhythm of the music, they incorporate the elements of Rick's portal technology, creating a sonic pulse that reverts them back to their original bodies, leaving Blender behind. Act 4, the audience is shocked, but Rick and Morty take advantage of the confusion, activating the portal and escaping back to their dimension. They land back in the garage and Morty reminding Rick to check the dimensions for body swaps before they jump next time. They laugh it off and get back to their lives with the closing scene being a poster from the other dimension hanging in Morty's room, a memento of their strange musical adventure. Throughout the episode, we'll see the satire and humour typical of Rick and Morty with sharp commentary on pop culture, fame and identity while respecting the characters they temporarily become. Morty, it's just like the Marvel movies, Morty. The episode will maintain the show's love for high concept sci-fi mixed with lowbrow humour and heartfelt moments. Man, AI suck. It's just like, and here we would have the jokes. Yes. <laughs> and this is. I wanted to generate a script. You you gave us the outline. Well, now okay. we can. Do you want me to generate a script from this? You've got to do it. It's generative AI. Yeah, sure. Generate right. these nuts. Well, I think this is going very well, and they should hire us instead of you know Justin Roiland. Yeah, you think Justin Roiland can come up with this gold? With thick and shorty, thick and shorty. That's four voices. He can't, he can't do four voices. I'm just asking it to do the first act for now. Yeah, that's all we need. It'd be funny to just replace Rick, but just with my Australian accent. <laughs> oh, there's already that thing. What what's that thing that's like the Australian Rick and Morty? Um, it's it is that. It's just Australian Rick and Morty. Get in the car. <laughs> Just horrific bogan accent, Rick and Morty. Get in the car, Morty. Morty. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not. It's not great. But the, the following content may contain suicide or self harm. This isn't great, but I'll read it if you want. It's yeah. very short. So it's written it in the the structure of an actual script. So interior, Smith House, Morty's bedroom, day. Can you send, because then we can read it out. Oh, all right. Just email it to me. All right. It's not very long. Play this. (laughs) I'm sending it to your main Gmail. I love that this is what people think. Cartoons are like in Australia, just because that's all that's been popular on the internet. All right, I've sent the email. Okay. Morty, Morty! Oh, oh, Rick! Get in the car, Morty! Get in the car! Oh, Rick! I was asleep. I was having a little Morty sleep. Morty, get in the damn car now! Get in here! Oh, why? Get in the fucking car, Morty! He's not coming with you. Leave him alone! I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. He's sick of it. He's sick of the adventures. Get in the fucking car, Morty! You leave my brother alone. Get out of here. You leave him alone! Get out of here! Get in the car! What's going on, Rick? What's happening? What's going on? That's all I needed to see was him screaming, get in the car. Get in the car, Morty! Get in the fucking car! Can you see this still? Yeah, kind of. All right. Do you want to play Rick? All right. All right. Ellen, you read the 
the other bits, the prompts. I've got to do oh, Rick as the Australian um, Rick. Though. Okay, so I'm I'm reading the actual um, it, uh, stuff. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Uh, the, text. the text. Wait, does this Everything mean we else. have to do black sense when we okay, become Okay, hang on, hang on. Ready? Improvise. All right. Interior, Smith, house, Morty's bedroom day. Morty is focused on his homework when Rick barges in. Come on, Morty. Screw this our school stuff. We're going on an adventure. Rick, I've got a maths test tomorrow. What's that voice? Where's your Morty voice? <laughs> okay. Oh, Rick. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. I've got a... I've got, an, I've got an Australian maths test tomorrow. Oh, I've actually got a Kiwi maths test for some. I've got a myth test. <laughs> Rick grabs... For some reason. Rick grabs it Morty's... It was an emergency maths test. Rick grabs Morty's arm and drags him out of the room. Interior, Smith House, garage day. Rick activates his portal gun and they both jump into the portal. Interior, alternate dimension day. They pop out of the portal and find themselves in a bustling futuristic cityscape. They also realise they've transformed into two black women. All right, which which voice do I do? Just Rick. Just is it funnier if Rick's voice is coming out of the black yes, woman? Yes, absolutely. I feel like it's funnier. Ooh, wee, look at us, Morty. Or should I say, Shorty? Rick, what the hell? I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and what do we look like? We're from a music video. This Morty is an ultimate dimension, and we're not just women. We're superstars, baby. Suddenly, a crowd of fans spot them and rush over, asking for autographs and pictures. Oh my god, it's thick and shorty. Can we get a picture? Uh, oh. This, this is too weird, Rick. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I can... Relax, Morty. We've dealt with weirder stuff. Just go with it and enjoy being famous for a bit. They awkwardly pose for pictures as the screen fades to black. Ending Act 1. Yeah. There you go. See, that's gold, baby. <laughs> it's comedy gold. That's, Should I say shoddy? That's that's gold. Hey now. You tell <laughs> Should I say shoddy? You're telling me the writers at Adult Swim could come up with that? I'm pro Fuck the writer's strike, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Um Can we have an Adam Ruins Everything episode from ChatGBT, please? What? Yeah. Why? He- because uh, he's on the strike as well, isn't he? I'm doing other stuff with ChatGPT. You get your own ChatGPT. Yeah, you get co- your own ChatGPT. Costs so much money. Well, right. th- it sucks to be you then. Sure does. Anyway, yeah. TV sucks now. Yeah. Although, the, the more I keep walking out and seeing you guys watching The Good Place, I'm like, this doesn't look like a great show, but it feels comfortable. It is comfortable. It's like... You just have to push past the dialogue. Which isn't abrasively bad. It's just no, not, it's, it's, not inspired. Yeah, it's just not funny. It's not terrible. It's just not funny. Um, I like it. I don't know. There's something about the concept that is just like it, it does something for me. Maybe it's because I like uh, I like moral philosophy and I like conversations about morality and stuff like that. And Ted Danson. Ted Danson's always a good t- uh, a good sign. Um, but yeah, just the the di- the dialogue is is a real is is a real slog to get through. Yeah, and it's you know I've said it a million times. It just there's so much community, but without the writing chops. It's true. What else was there? Oh yeah, I have I have some stuff from R slash Men. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, it's been a while since we've looked at R slash Men. It has been. Ms. Jada Thick. All right, then. 
Woman, wa- what? Hang on, go back to that. Woman walks around public place with coochie showing. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. You want to see it good? <laughs> you want to see it better than that? You want to see it better? <laughs> Yeah, that's one way to get your OnlyFans popping. All right, then. <laughs> it was what it said on the box. Yeah, it's just a woman walking around with her vag out. Um, good for her. Here we go. Problems with my nipples. <laughs> we'll start off light. Hello, I'm a 16-year-old guy that has recently lost uh, 28 kilos. Well Damn. done. Recently, that rocks. Uh, but my nipples still look horrible. For reference, I am now uh, 177 centimeters and 77 kilos. It's a lot of sevens. And my nipples still look ugly. They are soft. All my guy friends have hard nipples like every man has. Uh, why I got those soft nipples that only get hard when I'm cold or when I'm in the pool uh, every advice is appreciated. I'm not sure if English... What the fuck is he talking about? He's got soft nipples, Dylan. That's... What? He's having some body image issues. He's what? recently lost 28 kilos. I want to get on, like, you know... The <laughs> There's the part of me that, you know, wanted to start this podcast to help men and to be, like, a healthy alternative to certain other platforms and things like that. It's the same part of me that's studying mental health as well as uh, uh, philosophy to help people in a practical sense as well with their mental health. Then there's a side of me that just wants to reply to posts like this saying, kill yourself. <laughs> just just kill yourself. Don't so, do that. This is so stupid. No. No, no, don't kill yourself. Keep uh, yourself safe. Yeah, That's... and c- congratulations on the weight loss. Yeah, I mean, that rocks, dude. 177 and 77 kilos seems healthy to me. I don't know how you lost the weight, but that seems like you're not underweight. Yeah, you're not. You're no longer 105 kilos. Yeah. Um, Who would be 105 kilos? <laughs> how tall are you, though? You're like, like 190 one, something. Yeah, so. I'm still slightly overweight, though. Um, according to BMI, which. But how you know, soft are your nipples? That's what I want to know. Well, this is the thing. My nipples aren't just perpetually on hard. I didn't think that nipples were. I think what he's trying to get at is um, chest fat and like puffy nipples. This mm. was a thing when I was a teenager, when I was starting. So it's not the nipples specifically. It's like the, no, the let me, peck area. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brave the internet and, and Google puffy nipples. Do, do. Do, do, ba, do, ba, do, do. Ladies and gentlemen. So this, this, this look. Oh yeah. Puffy nipples. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, don't say that it sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, he's clearly not happy about it. I'm just trying to. Um, I'm just telling it like it is. I'm just trying to. This person's uh, understand about to get his plight. This, this guy's about to get cosmetic surgery for his puffy nipples. Do, so this is a do, thing do, that do, happens do, when do, you've got an do, excess do. of. Well, this guy's really got it going. <laughs> Uh, this is what happens when you have an excess of fat around your chest. Um, I've seen some things say that it's like gynecomastia, that it's like, it's actually breast tissue. I don't think that's what it is unless you've got a specific diagnosis. It could just be, um, 
It could just be an excess of body fat. If you've lost a lot of weight recently, I'm guessing it could also be like loose skin around that area. Uh, maybe, and this is just a suggestion. Here we go. This is a guy who's lost a lot of weight. His nipples don't look puffy though. Why is he in here? How to reduce puffy nipples without surgery. Looks like he got fit. Yeah. Uh, sounds, t- yeah, you may need to drop your body fat percentage a little bit more. I don't know what you're at, but if you're in the sort of like 30-ish range, you might have to drop down to the 20-something range and also build up the muscles on your chest, so build up your pecs to fill it out a little bit. That might help if what you're describing, the soft nipple effect, is in fact the puffy nipple thing. If it's just that your friends, whenever you see them, they've all got their nipples hard, then I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that says more about them than it does about you. Uh, and, you know, if that fails, Whenever I see my friends with their shirts off, they've all got really hard nipples and their penises are always standing up, but my penis never stands up. It's always soft. Why is... Is, is this every guy? Every guy has got a, a hard penis and hard <laughs> It's, it's and only hard, hard when I get in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's unfortunate that you would put in ostensibly so much effort to, you know, get your weight under control and be healthy, and then you're just left with some new body image issue that you can't shake. That's that's pretty sad, but I think the thing to remember is, and this is a thing that men need to keep in mind generally, women are not nearly as shallow as men. We project our shallowness about bodies onto women Hot women will date objectively busted dudes all the time. Yeah, Ellen, would you date this guy? Yeah. Yeah. This is a jacked dude. He's fairly big. He's got puffy nipples. Or like... Show her a more normal one. Like someone... This this guy. How about this dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's got his little belly beard as well. I think I have dated people that look like that before. You see... Women don't care about that shit, man. Women really do not care. If you're like a cool guy and you're nice and you're, you know, funny or whatever, or you've got interests that you're into but not in a weird way, just, you know, women like guys that are into shit. Also, um, if a woman is, like, if a woman does make fun of, a, of you for that, just say, well, your nipples are puffy too. Yeah, What's your well, excuse? she's just a fucking bitch. Like, who that, cares? Yeah. Who cares? I mean, again... Sympathy because it sucks to to work so hard and and still not feel like you're where you want to be. You never, but it's never not gonna though. it's not gonna keep you out of the fucking dating game, man. Like not at all. If you hyperfixate on the way on your body and stuff, your work is literally never done. Like, um, like I've a couple of the people that I go to uni with are like bodybuilders, and they talk about like everybody in bodybuilding it has like incredibly fucked up self esteem. Because they have to focus so much on every single, um, every single element, every single aspect of their body, because it might, you know, it's part of their job. So extrapolate that out to models. Um, that's anybody whose primary uh, concern is anything to do with like the aesthetic with their body. Um, your work will never be done. You'll always feel shitty, even if you fix the one thing that you're focusing on. You'll find something new. So the best solution is to just not worry all that much. Like, you've lost a lot of weight. What's that? That's... If I'm going to calculate your BMI... Yeah, healthy weight range. You're right at the higher end of the healthy weight range, but that's good. That's good. Keep working. Keep grinding. 
Um, and don't stress too much because, like, if you're doing all the right things, if you're eating healthy, if you're exercising, if you're lifting weights, then your body's just going to fall into a, a decent shape anyway, and you'll be a like you'll be in that sort of like top 10% because the majority of, of people, I don't know if this is the US or whatever, but let's say that it's the US, the majority of people there are in the overweight category, I'm pretty sure. Grandin. What's that? Let me just... Uh, percentage... Uh, of Percentage population... Overweight... Two thirds, yeah. So in Australia, Australian Bureau of Statistics, two thirds of the population are overweight or obese. For our local listeners, and it's estimated that a little over forty-two percent of American adults have obesity, while thirty percent are overweight. So that's you combined those. Would you? Is that how that works? What are you doing? If 40% of American adults are obese and 30% are overweight, would you combine those or is uh, is the obese category inclusive of the overweight category? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Because it, like, it literally depends on how they're putting the statistics together because I've seen places where it's inclusive and then places where it's like these are the ones that are up until a certain weight and then these are the ones that are above that weight. I don't know. Interesting. Well, it depends. One in three adults are overweight, which you're not, so you're doing good. Grinding. Um, yeah. So, main advice: keep keep grinding, keep working. Don't worry so much about your nipples, and maybe talk to your friend. Maybe they have an issue. Yeah. Talk to your friends about why their nipples are always so hard. Man, what what what? How, how come whenever you come around, your nipples are so damn hard? How come whenever we're getting changed before football <laughs> practice, your nipples are so hard? I'm going to come around here, your nipples are always on hard. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine. <laughs> nipples on hard. But when is it okay to put, to point that out? Like, could you say to a friend, like, nipples damn, son, hard, you got some. Dick on soft. Nipples on hard. Dick on soft. <laughs> <laughs> them some, those are some glass cutters, my, my boy. Look at them things. Look at them things. You're going to take somebody's eye out. That's crazy. I see you, baby. Um, Shaking them nips. Okay. Wow. All right. So um, here we go. How are we doing for time? Because we're getting to the point of the episode where I just sing things. Uh, this is an hour and eight minutes. So we'll go to the. We'll do some more questions in the premium. All right. Cool. So that's been a podcast for men. Uh, I think that was a good app. Yeah, it started off good slow. Job, we my got brother. there. We yeah, rock good it with job, you. good job. I think thick and shorty really that that tangent paid off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good job, my brother. We rock it with you. If you would like to hear us continue with our r slash men responses, wherein I tell men to kill themselves. Jesus. No, no, no. We don't do Up that. Yours woke moralist. Exactly. No, we don't do that. We try and give actual advice or discuss the problems that real men are posting. L O L. L-M-F-A-O, bro, bra, dude. For all my bros, bras, and dudes that would like to hear that, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash a podcast for men. So what's going on here? What's going on here is we're about to switch to premium. So thank you. See ya. Bye.